Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Spot Podcast. Um, shall we? Yeah, please. Yes, please. Let's get right into it. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Granny Jacker. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Not yet. Una Emery. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Let's leave. Let's leave us now last time. <laughs> well, um, the week is paused. The week is paused has been wonderful. It has been a very sporting week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been boxing, there's F1, MotoGP, both of them have new champions. And, they, and there's, um, I think, a particular team have changed their name to We Beat Chelsea FC. Ah! Yeah. Um, your hit has been registered. <laughs> <laughs> it will be dealt with accordingly. <laughs> uh, we could not beat Real Betis FC. So, there we go. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying it on the table. No, well, you're not first on the table either. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so, let's start it off with uh, the Premier League, as um, we would most usually do. Um, Liverpool and Man City snatched um, a win from the jaws of defeat yesterday. Yeah, well, that was like. I would like to put it, man. That was a thriller, man. That was like a thriller in Manila. Yeah, that was nail biting stuff. Both teams were losing us at the 70th minute. Yeah, and we saw Manchester coming back earlier enough. Earlier enough. And we thought, oh, Liverpool is going going to drop two points or something, drop three points, then Mane always coming in clutch. No, Origi, sorry. Origi or Mane, those black guys. (laughs) It's Mane. Uh, Mane did his job. Mane Mane was. Mane did his job, yeah. Oh, it was incredible. An assist and a goal yesterday um, to help the Premier League leaders presently to um, a win. And also help those people that have been fantasy <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah, fantasy Premier League. Yeah, I, I think I feel bad I didn't get money this week. But going back to it, money helped Liverpool to a win versus Aston Villa. Um, it was a good game. Liverpool did play a, like a good match, but they just were not lucky enough. Even Salah went off in the 65th minute. And it seemed like it was just not going to happen to them because by then Villa was leading them one nil. I think Salah needs to renew his um, jazz because <laughs> he needs to subscribe. He be jazz now. Yeah, he's <laughs> what is what he, no, he, he has not been informed lately. Let's let's face that. No, nobody, nobody he has not been informed. Be informed for this like such an extended period. I think the point is Salah is human. He's human. Ah. Uh, yes. Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> and it's not having a bad season in front of goal to be honest. Remember the Arsenal match? How many goals has he scored in this season? <laughs> he has scored a couple of goals. A couple? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. He's on a couple of goals right now. I'm pretty sure he has more than five goals. But um, I'm not certain of the number. I can just easily cross-check here and let you know. But um, City also came back and they, they did it against Southampton. So Southampton have lost three matches in a row with a combined score of... 15 goals considered. Goals considered. That's quite incredible if you think about it. Well, as of last week, I was I was thinking they were going to sack their manager, but they left him. Yeah, Rafael Hasselhoff. Um, well, he's not that bad a manager. I just think that the team is hard to deal with. The team, the players in the team, are not necessarily the kind of players he wants. Most of these German coaches, they come into the Premier League. Um, 
mostly because of the glory that apparently is today. Yeah. But all of them have an idea of the type of football they want to play. Jan Seward came, David Wagner came, Jürgen Klopp is there, Rafael Hasselhoff is there, coaches that are mostly Austrian and Swiss. They, they come with the mindset of they want to impose their, their style of football in yes. the Premiership. But, and they don't like, they, they really need to understand how the Premiership works before they can impose their own style of football. Remember what happened to Conte? Conte mm -hmm. uh, bringing his three. 352 yeah. kind of football yeah. and it didn't work initially. Then he had to change back to four um four four three three for him to find a way to to deal with for him but to understand it. Yeah, it went back again when it worked for him and went out to yeah, um, yeah, sort yeah. things out. Yeah. For um the way it works though, these German coaches they play pressing football, they play pressing with a mix of possession and yeah. concise Football. But oftentimes, they usually have English players who basically came through their academies learning kick and follow. Yeah. No offense to the English game. But they, they, they learned to play football a type of way. And when the coaches come in, they have a different idea from how they yeah. want it. They can't just do it. They can't. They just can't. It's not in them. So it's why coaches like David Wagner as Huddersfield failed after a while. Rafael Hasselhoff came and then at, at the beginning, there was this bounce. Southampton yeah. seem to be playing better football, but now they are just back and be sucked into the quagmire of relegation issues now. Another coach that seems to want to be sucked into the quagmire of relegation issues is Ogana uh, Manchester United lost at Bournemouth 1 0 last night. Um, actually, last night. Um, as it stands, Manchester United are not in, in, <laughs> they're not in line for a Premier League title. Like, why, why are you thinking? I'm why are you thinking not in line for relegation? So basically, they are just hovering right there in the middle. So it's what it feels like to support a middle table team. I, I really don't think they are they are going to qualify for Europa. Champions League. Europa. Europa. Wow, wow! All it takes to qualify for Europa is to be in the top six. Yeah. The top six is not that hard to be. Well, my is not top six right now. Well, considering that Leicester City beat Crystal Palace two 0 Amongst other results as um, we've seen, I, I doubt like United are going to make it into the top four. Tottenham are floundering. Uh, they are facing Everton right now, and it seems to be going well as well as planned for Mauricio Pochettino at this moment. Um, United, hmm. well, come the end of the season, we'll know. But presently, United are tenth. And um, they have 11 points from 10 games. <laughs> Basically, one point per match. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the, the most surprising thing right now is Everton. Like, Everton recruited a lot. They recruited a couple of Last players. Last season, so they did. And they are just 17 on the table. Like, it's really surprising with the kind of talent they have on that team. Like, they should be somewhere with, within six... Um, six, seven. You know the table. funny part about it is that from six to seventeen, six points separates them. So one loss for the team in sixth, and one win for Everton, and Everton are right back in the mix. Yeah, true, true, true. Definitely. So this season has just been a yo-yo season. Everybody's beating everybody. I think only the two at the top sort of have that aura of invincibility, or maybe even just the one at the top. Liverpool are the only invincible team in the Premier League. And maybe the only invisible team in the top five leagues in Europe right now. Because yesterday, Wolfsburg lost to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, I can't 
Maybe, maybe. Nah, Dortmund well, is not going to keep that that thing <laughs> well, for we'll long. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see next week. Next week, Liverpool face the toughest test they can face. This they face Man City. Yeah, I think Liverpool is going to do all they can do to beat Man City, and Man City will try and get three points on that day. But I'm really supporting Liverpool. No, wait. Why? I have some players. Man City, I have some FPL players. Oh, but back to FPL. Yeah, <laughs> guy. <laughs> Let's talk about FPL. FPL, uh, for the Sport Podcast FPL, we basically have been running it. Some people have, well, a juju because <laughs> I don't understand why we will create our own league on fantasy football. And, people will <laughs> and other people will come from elsewhere and be topping it and be leading us. Um, this week, I presently have 49 points. It's seeming like I'm going to do well this week. But then, uh, <laughs> there are people that are just better than us, people that are better than us at this. Uh, wow, Mr. Debo. Debo, Debo is not doing badly himself in FPL. He seems to always get the right points. I think if you want to do well on FPL, just go through the boss team. <laughs> and pick wherever he picks, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But um, we'll quickly give you a shout out to the person presently topping the Sports Podcast League. That presently is Kujewa United, a certain Mr. Sadiq Mohamed Bashir. Um, wherever you are, you sabi the juju way because <laughs> 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 not only were you leading from last week, you seem to have been, you were basically down you you were leading from last week and now you are still maintaining your lead this week. Also in the podium positions are Soyuyo Sweet Sports FC, Mr. Ayomide Tayo. I apologize, I can't be certain it's a Mr. And um, a certain Mr. Ikena Dennis Akanu. These are the top three positions in the Sport Podcast Fantasy Premier League. Uh, a certain Tayo Mountain, who is um, a, an acquaintance of mine from Unilag, is presently fought. And uh, <laughs> he seems to be actually be doing very well. So, Tayo Mountain, nice one. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Uh, everybody seems to be doing well except me. This week again, I don't carry last. Now, wow. Now, wow. I can't even catch a break anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's adulting and that's life. If you go to Spain quickly, um, Barcelona lost yesterday against Levante. I mean, what I is worth? I mean, Barcelona is going to lose anyway. They lost three matches already this season. And they barely played nine matches. No, no, they played like 11, 11 matches. matches. I know. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, are the same point with Madrid, 22 points, yeah. 22 points apiece. And Madrid seems to enjoy drawing more than losing. Yeah, definitely. Barcelona yeah. seems to enjoy losing a lot this season because... I mean, Madrid lost one, has lost one game so far yeah. and and they've drawn like four matches and and back on the other end, have lost three so far, drawn one and like the, the mathematics is just put them to like 22 points apiece mm-hmm. and they're like both of them are just one point away from Atletico Madrid which Atletico Madrid has played like 12 matches so far mm-hmm. and yeah it's the El Clasico the El Clasico was supposed to hold last weekend yeah. uh, it was postponed to December yeah uh, because of the riots in, in Catalonia Catalonia good so um, we really hope that that is quelled and then we can have like El Clasico in December but for what is what it's seeming like this is going to be a three horse race between Madrid Atletico Atletico and um, Barcelona again. Yeah. Well, nothing new there. In Italy, what is what? In Italy, Juve are back to well form again. They won 
um, last week they well drew midweek and then they, they are back to winning ways. They won at Torino, the Derby of Torino. Yeah. Uh, Juventus won one nil away. A very lovely goal from Matthias De Ligt. Um, it was it was a good game. Napoli lost at Roma yesterday. Um, along with uh, Inter Milan came back from one goal down to win at Bologna. So on. I think right now the Serie A league is more like a two, two. Um, yeah, horse race. Two horse race. Like Between Inter and Juve. Um, and um, maybe if Roma, Roma is just like how many points difference between like um, that's like seven points, seven point difference, and. I don't think they can they can stop that. They're still going to drop they're still going to drop points along the way. But kudos to um, Atalanta. I think kudos should go actually more to Cagliari. Cagliari started this season poorly, but they picked up an incredible amount of form. And over the last eight matches, they've won six. It's incredible. They've won away, they've won home, and then earlier today they still beat Atalanta at home. Ain't going last. But anyways, kudos, <laughs> kudos yeah, to them. Yeah, like, fourth position. Yeah. So and the surprising team in the Serie A is AC Milan. Like, yeah, languishing in the 11th. Like, uh, it's sad. It's very, very, very sad. That's the European giant right there, struggling with all the money invested in the team. It's I mean, when they had got to show, it wasn't this bad. It's, uh, well, it wasn't this bad. Well, it wasn't answers. good neither. It wasn't good neither, but it wasn't this bad. So what's going wrong? They and they recruited well. I no, I don't think they recruited well. I think they recruited players that were either past it or not just there yet. Players like Frank the only player in East Milan presently that I can send world class by any metric is Hakan Chalanobi. And maybe Gianluigi Donnarumma, the goalkeeper. Nah. <laughs> You don't even see him as world class. Nah, he's not world class. He's nothing, man. But he's just a vibe. I think, I think, I think he's a great goalkeeper. Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's a good goalkeeper. He's not a great goalkeeper. What's going happen now? Why did he beef my guy? You know, this is not beef. Now we just need to find that this guy is good. This guy is great. But he's at the point of being good. All right. Uh, well, Jonarima is great in my personal opinion. If we go to Germany, Dortmund. Ah, Bayern Munich lost yesterday at Frankfurt. Five 0 Five one. They actually uh, got one, a consolation by Robert Lewandowski, who seems to be scoring anyhow this season. He's topping the scoring charts in Germany. He's owning everything in Germany. But as it stands presently, Borussia Mönchengladbach, who won away, the two Borussia teams are like <laughs> first top, and second. Yeah, first and uh, second. It's like three points um, different between two of them. And yeah. Um, Borussia, yeah, Borussia Mönchengladbach on twenty-two points. Um, Borussia Dortmund on twenty. 19 points, pardon me. And then FC Bayern mm, fourth, on in 8. 4th place on 18 points, along with um, Rasen Ball, Sport Leipzig, RB Leipzig, who are also in the Champions League positions. That rounds it up for I've, Germany. I don't know. I think I've always had the notion that this Bayern coach is a fraud. I didn't, I didn't tell you. Kovac. Yeah. But it's not that bad. But did you notice that presently, like there are like five plum jobs in Europe that are open right now? Number one, Madrid. Number two, <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. Esteban Esteban does not have certainty he's going to keep his job up to the end of this season. Before he gets any worse, Bavade in, Ole in. <laughs> I support that motion. Yeah. Zinedine out. There's Kovac. There's Kovac. Emery out. There's, ah, let's go to Emery. Una Emery. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
During their last match, Granit uh, Xhaka had a bust up with the fans. He had um, quite an issue with the Arsenal supporters, yeah. telling them to fuck off, um, taking off his captain's band and throwing it at um, Pierre Emerick, and also just turning off the pitch, taking off his jersey along the way, which is sad. Coming that he's the captain of yeah. Arsenal Football Club, and I, I had my own opinion about the whole thing, and. Yeah, he came out later on the week and said he's sorry and yeah, did he, did he say sorry or he just explained? He apologized and he, he explained his own part of, part of the story. I understand that players yeah. get this kind of threat messages all the time. And no, no, social media is very toxic. It's very toxic, we understand this. Especially for celebrities. But now you're on the, you're on the, the pitch and your fans are booing you. Your own fans are booing you. You don't, you don't abuse them. You don't you don't fight with them. They are your fans. They are the ones that will defend you when when it comes to argument like with other clubs, with other players in other I understand. clubs. I understand. Like these are the people that will go all out for you and literally break legs for you mm. or break heads <laughs> for you. Let's not break legs. No, no, you <laughs> understand. Like, I get where you're coming from. And they are booing you. That's means that's that's they are frustrated. They are frustrated. That's to tell you that oh, there's something you are doing wrong. You are doing something wrong. You need to correct this. We don't like this. The people that are paying to watch you are telling you you are doing something wrong. Yeah. You need to correct that. But no, you fought with them. And they had every right to be annoyed. And they had every right to tell the coach that we don't want him as our captain again. I understand that. And to some extent, the coach should not feed him anymore. But Emery, Emery got it wrong. Emery has had the chance to Emery had the chance to pick his captain. Um, he, he left it to the players to vote amongst themselves who they want to be their captain. Yeah. The, voter, the players voted for um, Granit Xhaka. As it stands now, he has been stripped of the captaincy until when Emery picks him again or if maybe another captain is appointed. Yeah. Um, also, Emery has problems with Mesut Ozil, so it's just a fractured team at Arsenal right now. At some now. point, I'm starting to look at this thing like, I think Emery has lost his dressing room. He has. It's clear. It's very clear. The players are playing for themselves now. They've, they've basically snatched three draws from winning positions. Yeah. And even when they were leading clearly against Liverpool in the League Cup, they came back to draw yeah. and lose the match in penalties. In a match where basically Jurgen Klopp played all the teenagers in Liverpool. It's like he went to the street and was speaking, you, how would you be a teenager? Come. <laughs> and Arsenal still contrived to lose that match. Think, I literally think club didn't coach that game. He yeah. wanted to lose. He came he, playing for a loss. He didn't, he didn't coach the game. He, he looked like, oh, loss. you, you're 18. <laughs> Get him. It's, <laughs> more, it's <laughs> more like Hitler recruiting people. Please, let's <laughs> not talk about Adolf Hitler. <laughs> hey, you. They're going to war. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Thank you, right there. But what is what, though? Unai Emery Mostaik is going to lose his job within the coming weeks. Um, we look forward to You'll that. It. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Soldier too is most likely not going to see out this season at Manchester United if the present trend continues, where they can't just put together back-to-back -to -back results. United has not put together back-to-back -to -back results in almost a year. That's they've not drawn two matches in a row, not lost two matches in a row, not won two matches in a row. Every single time they play, it's a different result. You're talking about United. Yeah? Yes. And so I had the problem with the United team. When they played on Monday, what it was on Monday they played, yeah? yeah. Monday or Tuesday? Um, the League Cup. The League Cup. Oh, it was on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Chelsea. They're against Chelsea. 
Mayu feeded like nine, nine to eight first team, first team players on yes. or, or ten or thereabouts. They feeded first team players, and it's an important trophy. That's it. That's like it's that. an important trophy. No, but the coach knows that he certainly don't need the Champions League position. Wait, bro, bro, bro. Listen, listen. Mike, uh, Mark Tomney, Wambisaka, um, Maguire, Lindelof. Who else played again? No, no, imagine, no, 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 no. You're calling all no. our basically all our top team players. No, yes. those are the people that played against Chelsea. Those are the people that played. He was playing the big team away. He needed listen, to listen, listen, listen. Calm down. He feeded those players. Those players have they have more look like. Man, you don't have squad depth. Have you forgotten? We know that. Man, you don't have squad depth. Yeah. Now the little players that he has on bench like Greenwood. Greenwood is supposed to start that match. For me, Rashford is not even supposed to start the match, and some other players. Rashford been the match winner. He should have. He should have brought him in later on. He should have brought him in later on. You have your personal opinions, but, but I just feel he should have rested some players for that game. Considering he does not have squad depth, there's something called load management. Yes, and it's a long season. Yes, and he's still in the he's still in Europa. That's like the list of his concern right there. That's like the list of his trophies. Like if you put on the trophies he has this season <laughs> on a scale of preference, of course the league cup will be the last. It will be. It's not even FA Cup. If it's FA Cup, it's understandable. It's the last. And these players are tentative to get fatigued in, along the line. Yeah. I, yeah. I just with their rubbish gameplay, and with the unnecessary loads, um, match schedule that they have, man. Well. Mayu is in for it. I really see. Talking about a team that is in for it, presently the Golden State Warriors in the NBA oh, okay. are in for it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that's in for it. I'm sorry, Golden State fans, man. Like the dubs are in for it. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> um, let's be professional here. Let's be professional. Let's pretend to be professional. GSW fans, oh yeah. <laughs> they had KD that time. They probably like, but two key injuries: Clay Thompson um, and uh, well, the goat, the present goat, show Steph Curry. And it seems like their season is in tatters presently. Yeah, their season, their season is in jeopardy. I don't think Clay Thompson is going to come in. He's going to um, recover on time before the season runs out. And well, even if he does recover, yeah, you can't he, put it all on him. Even even if he comes back on time, he's not going to. He's going to need time to get in the game and all those kind of things. And even if he comes back, he's going to come back during the playoffs. And I don't think the Golden State Warriors, with the current squad they have right now, they don't have depth to even take drive them to the eighth spot. Losing somebody like Kevin Durant is going yeah. to do that to you. Yeah. For what's like, worth, the, the Clippers, the Clippers, and um, the Seventy Sixers seem to have it all together right now. And the Lakers. The um, even though the Clippers, um, other team in their town in LA, the Lakers seem to have it more in them. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron, they seem to be well doing what they need to do. Yeah, they'll be doing their jobs. They'll be doing their jobs. Also, Kawhi is not doing bad himself. Nah, nah. Kawhi is not doing bad himself. He's still putting up good numbers. As it stands presently, the playoff positions are well. Seeming like how we expect it to seem. Yeah. In the Eastern Conference, it seems like all the people that we expect to see at the top are all there. And going to the Western Conference, I think it's just the Eastern Conference that actually has the issue. The Western Conference seems already 
guaranteed who are going to be there. But um, there's a little bit of surprise in the Eastern Conference. Well, I was remember I was talking to Debo the other day, and I told him that beware of the Miami. Those guys are rough riders; they are stubborn, and they are going to give a lot of teams a run right for their money. Right and I say that, and they are right up there, second on the table in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, right. Um, like the seven, six stars are topping the table. The Heat follow them, and then the Celtics and Bucks. So, yeah, in Toronto Raptors. Yeah. So as stands presently, the East seems set. It's not going to be like a uh, I don't know a battle. Maybe it's not looking like a battle. It doesn't seem like anybody's going to take away the pace from these 76ers. Yeah. They seem yeah, to have they, it all together. Yeah, they seem to have it all together. And I tip them to co- um, get into the Eastern Conference Finals. Then moving on to the West. Um, That's where it's at. We have Minnesota um, Timberwolves and so, no. Spurs. Presently, it's actually the Lakers leading. The yeah. Lakers um, are presently leading. Um, the, what do you call them? Um... Munanovex, I beg. I know Sabi English again. <laughs> but as it stands right now, um, the Lakers have a four win, one loss. So, by virtue of that, they are top. The Clippers have four wins, two losses. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, San Antonio Post are second. They also have four wins, one loss, once they play. So, as it seems, it seems this is actually going to be a shootout. Yeah, it's going to be a tough season in the West. We all know that, like, a lot of teams have. Recruited well, and and I'm just scared for the Rockets. I I in as much as I don't like them, and I don't want them to qualify for the playoffs. Why uh, don't you want the Rockets for the playoffs? They are probably the most entertaining team. No. They do. No. They, I mean, by the characters in the team. I mean, yeah. They have the beard. Yeah. And they have the guy that will not answer to authority. Yeah. 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 So I don't like the Rockets. For I don't I don't just want I just I don't just want to see them in the playoffs. Anyways, because of, I, I don't like I don't like their style of play. You have strong feelings. Let's leave your strong feelings aside. Let's talk about champions. Um in Formula One, it's already been wrapped up. Lewis Hamilton is the champion in Formula One for another year. Um, maybe this is like the fifth championship in six years. Um it's wrapped up already. Also in the MotoGP, uh, Mark Marquez, another season, another championship. It seems certain of it. Lewis Hamilton, whatever happens, basically just needs a podium place in the US Grand Prix, which is happening tonight. Um, once he gets a place, he wins the championship. Already, Mercedes have already won the uh, Constructors Championship. They are the, the team to beat. Mercedes every year, every year, every year. It's, it's, it's just the. No, no one that does the whole point just to buy a message. <laughs> I didn't say it. Anyways, um, uh, that's the stance right now. Um, also in F1. Now let's talk about a sport that a lot of people don't really like, but it seems to get the testosterone up. As it stands, Canelo Alvarez has gone up four weight divisions and has been a champion at every single four level. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Canelo Alvarez fought against Kovalev. Uh, in the early hours of this morning, and um, it was quite a fight. Knocked him out in the 11th round. Um, it was actually an even fight up until maybe the latter stages. Both of them were taking it point by point, yeah. punch by punch, until Canelo just decided that, you know what, I feel beat this guy now. Now, considering that Canelo had to go up a weight level to fight him, because he was weighing more than Canelo, we only expected, and he was a champion, we expected Kovalev to actually offer more. But unfortunately, he did it. And Canelo came. Canelo punched 
they hear a lot of him and voila, Canelo is now the WBO champion, lightweight champion. It's, it's actually quite impressive coming from him. Um, around the world in other sports, Rory McIlroy won yesterday in China, Shenzhen Open. Um, in the WWE, there's a new champion. Oh, thanks you for reminding Rewired, uh, but that, that's not information that we generally. I, I, I really love Tyson Fury intro to the um, WWE um, game. Um, game, yeah. In news coming up right now, Balotelli walked off the pitch after being racially abused in Italy. I think in Verona. Yeah, uh, I think Verona out in Italy, which is is scourge of the game presently. Yeah, and it's, it's it's getting out of hand, especially in Italy. If, basically, in Europe as in general, because that's where football is at right now. Europe yeah. is where football is at right now. And if people cannot learn to be tolerant, no matter the scenario, it is very sad. England had the game against Bulgaria. There was racist chants, Nazi salutes, everything. Guess what UEFA will do? They banned Bulgaria for two matches from having fans watch their game. And the second match is in two years' time. It's absolutely incredible. And sad, sixty-five thousand pounds. One player will probably pay out of his pocket. True, definitely. It's absolutely, it's, absolutely it's, incorrigible. It's, it's, it's really crazy right now. I mean, anyways, kudos to Mario Balotelli for walking uh, for walking out of the pitch. Um, it's something that many English players are seem to have kept in their mind as what they are going to do. Um, anytime racist chance come and, up, and or, to, that's that's to tell you that that's even in Italy where Balotelli is from, like it's his own country. Is even being racially abused in his own country. His own country. It's it's really 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 sad. So racism issue. People need to learn tolerance. People need to learn love. People need to learn how to come together and attain things. Football is entertainment. The entire point of you going to the stadium is to get entertained. Yeah. Now the players do it as a job. Now you are not going to go to a man's job and spit at his face and expect him to be happy with you. So, I'm very proud of Mario Balotelli. Kudos to him for walking out on the pitch. I really hope that more players can do this. If maybe it happens enough times, UEFA will sit up and take notice. And I really want to see where... I really want to see where if a player is being racially abused, the whole team works out. Like, we, we, are, not, we are not playing, we are not continuing. Yeah, it has already happened. It happened, yeah. it happened against if you. Want, if you want to yeah, find out... Arenge Borough had a match against Yobiel and then there was racial abuse coming from the stands and then the player took a stand and decided to walk off the pitch. Now that happens in lower echelons of the English league. With Maribaloteli doing this and taking a stand and walking off the pitch in a Serie A match for Brescia against Verona, it yeah. seems that UEFA will have no choice but to actually do, do something, something about it. You need to have the fans know that it will hurt your team if you come here and you constitute a nuisance. Yeah. Definitely. You need to have your fans know that. What is what I think um, basically we've seen touched on, on most of what we need to talk about. Um, as it stands, we're about to wrap it all up. Gents, in our FPL League, thank you guys for beating us, the originators of it. Kudos to you. I'm Tosin. Mr. Israel is right here. With and me. for what is what, I don't. I think we should just shoot our shots. Let's, let's shoot our shots. We shoot our shots. Please. We would like to have Babatunde Kurero on our podcast yeah. sometime sometime next week or upper week sometime this year Babasunde Guerrero if you would love to be on 
Baba Gide Guerrero. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Guerrero, we'd love to have you on our podcast. Please. We'll make it Come. happen. We'll make it happen. Uh, Mr. Guerrero is one of presently one of the top notch sports personalities and um, celebrities in Nigeria. We'd love to have him. Yeah. Right. So we shot our shot. Yeah, that's our shot right there. Shot our shot. Yes, we are really good at shooting shots. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if bullets will touch out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> have a good week, guys. We really hope you guys um, have a lovely weekend. All right, man.